Hi everybody, thanks for listening in today. Today I'm interviewing Anson Kong who is an Aucklander who founded the design business called Space Bar Design just a week before the COVID lockdown. Anson was determined not to let that be a setback in his drive to help New Zealand hospitality businesses share their unique stories. So he persevered and today he's here to talk to me about what he's been up to. Hi Anson, thank you so much for joining us today. It's really lovely to hear about all the great things you're getting up to in the design world. I really, really was curious to find out more about you and your upbringing before we start talking about your business. So please tell me a little bit about where you come from. Yeah, sure. Thank you very much for having me, Linda. I was born in Hong Kong. Me and my family moved to New Zealand when I was about seven. And I guess growing up, food's always been a big part in our family. Both sides of our grandparents really love to cook. And we almost have like a massive family gathering every weekend. And they will spend a whole day prepping the ingredients in the food and another day just to cook. And there's always more than enough food to go around. And I'll just watch them um, cook and prepare the ingredients. And I'll just, I just have so much questions in my head. And I'll just ask them whenever I've, anything pops up in my head, I'll just ask them. Um, they probably think I was quite an annoying little kid, but, <laughs> oh. but it was really cool. So you were like a sponge taking in all this information um, from your yeah. from your parents and your grandparents. Yeah, it was just really interesting to see um, because there's obviously so much, I guess, exotic ingredients that they use that I wouldn't normally see in the supermarkets. And I was like, whoa, what's that? And they'll be like, oh, this is blah, 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 blah. So yeah, really love that. Fantastic. And so from a young age, you were obviously exposed to all these different foods and, and, and experiences that I suppose now you're bringing into the modern day and what you're doing now. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about your, your background. What's your, your professional background? Like, have you trained as a, as a designer? Yeah, so I've actually studied industrial design at uni um, and I've worked as a design contractor for a couple of years. So. I've designed anything from playgrounds, furniture, jewelry to wearable tech. And then eventually I ended up working at a interior design shop fill up and manufacturing company. Um, so I actually started as a programmer there and then I became the designer and then became the design manager, then eventually moving on to operations manager. And that kind of happened within the last four or five years. Fantastic. Um, yeah, and I guess to me, I've jumped a lot of different industry within, but still staying within the design creative realm. Um, to me, being a designer, I guess it's more about the ability to solve problems, mm. but not just on the technical and physical level, it's more on the emotion human level as well. Mm. Um, and I think a good way to explain that is if someone has asked you for a box because they want to put something that's very important to them, and you give them a metal box with a lock, technically that's a perfect solution, but they will probably won't be so satisfied about it. Um, and then you ask well, why this is the perfect solution. Because I guess emotionally, they're looking for something that can actually reflect the importance of the content they're putting in the box. And so they want to be able to solve the problem emotionally as well, and not, not just physically. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's the big difference and what makes a designer a designer. And I suppose that's the big difference in what makes a successful sought-after designer as well. I mean, there's a lot of designers out there. It's a very competitive space. So that sounds like something that really sets you apart. Yeah, yeah, because I've always kind of, growing up, 
I've always wanted to be a designer <laughs> um, and I've always thought about to create designs to communicate, not just decorate. And that's really stuck with me throughout my study and into my professional industry as well. Oh, good on you. So what inspires you to start your own business then? What inspires you to start Space Bar Design? Um, I guess, like I was mentioning earlier, um, I've always got this connection with food. And you know, growing up around a big family, there's always something happening in the kitchen. And I remember watching my grandparents cook when I was really young. And they would tell me all these different stories of different ingredients, what to do with certain ingredients and how to cook them to bring the flavor out. Um, and I remember going to the farmer's market at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning, and my grandparents would just go around and talk to all the different vendors about their farm and crops and the produce. And then they would share the stories of how the weather actually affects the produce as well, how much water and what mineral goes into it. And at the time, <laughs> I remember like, wow, how is someone talking about this little, this carrot for an hour? Obviously, I don't remember any details of the story, but what really stuck with me was that the passion and the emotion they've had when they were discussing the carrot that they grew. And then later that night when um, I guess my brother or sister asked my grandparents, wow, this carrot is really good. Then my grandparents will also share the stories. And it was that time that I found that's what brings people together, sharing the stories within food and how they actually bring all the mm. different elements together and um, fusion of different stories of the producers or the farmers, the chefs who's bringing all these elements together for us to enjoy. It's so nice to hear that you've sat around and enjoyed those stories that have been passed on to you through your grandparents from the vendors. And, and I think now what you're doing, from my understanding, is creating uh, venues in, in Auckland and around New Zealand um, that tell stories about food. So, yeah, give us a little bit more insight into what you actually do at Space Bar Design. Yeah, um, so Space for Design is a interior design and branding studio. So kind of our core mission is to be able to connect our local food creators and producers with our people through the use of space. So we want to be able to develop an environment where stories of the food, the ingredients can be effectively communicated to the guests or consumers to allow them to actually understand and experience the mission behind each food and drinks creation. Um, because, you know, to chefs and cooks and farmers and us, it is so much more than just food on a plate. It's all their hard work, all the stories actually bringing up as a result mm. of this beautiful food in front of us. And we want to create an environment to help people notice. We want to tell people what we're designing is not just to make things look pretty, but we're actually trying to communicate through the use of space. And there must be so much thinking and research that goes into that process behind what you do to actually speak to the owners or the developers of these restaurants and cafes and bars and speak to the food producers. Do you go to that level to get that story and that essence through to your design? Yeah, so a huge part of what we do is actually, um, and I think it's the most enjoyable part as well, is actually to learn about the client and what is it that they do? What is their goal? Why do they want to open the space and what they want others to get out of it? And ultimately is what their message that they want to send out. Um, and to us, that's kind of where everything 
starts from. And without that, we wouldn't be able to create mm. or design an environment that can reflect that. It would just be a place with no soul. That's lovely. I really like it. So how many people work in your business sense? And is it, is it just you at this stage? At this stage, yeah, it's just myself as a full-time. Um, and we work quite closely with a couple of other contractors. So when I get a little bit too much on at the moment, so um, then I will send work to them. So we'll mm. complete it as a team. But yeah. other than that, um, it is majority just myself. Great. And do you like working by yourself? Yeah, I don't really mind it. I guess <laughs> a lot of people don't like working with themselves because they, I guess, sometimes get demotivated. But I guess I'm quite good at motivating myself to just to keep myself busy. And um, I'm always looking for the next thing as well. So, well, you know what? If you're passionate about what you do, then you want to jump out of bed every morning and go to work. That's how I feel. And I work by myself yeah, exactly. a lot of the time. So I totally hear you. Yeah. I'm really interested because when we first connected, you mentioned that you had just started Space Bar Design just before COVID hit. So how did you deal with that? And how have you kind of evolved to get to where you are today? Um, yeah, I've actually started my business a week before the lockdown was announced. Um, so before that, we've had three or four project lined up. Um, and obviously, once that happened, all of them eventually went away. Um, it was quite a tough time for us. But in saying that, during the lockdown period, we had the chance to, I guess, get in touch with a lot of chefs and cooks um, because they obviously the restaurant's not open, so they have all these free time. Um, so we had this chance to talk to them, actually learn about what they do, that like why they love what they do. Um, and we get to talk to a lot of brilliant people that we wouldn't otherwise get the chance to be able to talk to. And mm. so I guess from that aspect, it was kind of good, but also at the same time, it was bad. So, yeah. But look, you've just finished a, a wonderful venue in Auckland. It's called Jin's Dim Sum. So obviously you've been quite busy and you've managed to pull together this a project so can you tell us a little bit about that and the, the way that you've told the story of food in that in that venue yeah sure um so this was actually quite an interesting project um it's not it's not i guess it's not a typical fancy interior design project is the owners had a really limited budget as you all know because of everything that happened with COVID, so they don't have i guess enough money to do a full shop fit out and then, so they came to us, they wanted to renovate the space to be able to reflect what they do. Um, so they're a dim sum restaurant, so with yum cha, which is a traditional Chinese cuisine. And their whole idea is to introduce people from different cultural backgrounds to actually try out this cuisine. So from that, we, we came up with the concept of actually introducing people to this type of cuisine through the eyes of their son when he was younger because they've been in the industry for 25 years. Both his parents work in this industry and he's always grew up around oh, this environment. Yeah. yeah. So he's got a pretty unique and I guess interesting perspective when he's looking at Yamcha. So we want to be able to communicate that using this theme. And because of the budget issue, we don't have, we had to focus a lot on the smaller things. So we started with the logo, with the signage, um, and then we even did the parking sign, a menu, and business cards. So it's more like a whole branding package. 
Right. Um, yeah. And because of what they want to be able to introduce people from different cultural background to try out this cuisine. And a big thing for my research to find out that a lot of people don't want to try because they feel intimidated through when, mm. when they have no idea what to order. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we actually put in a lot of thoughts into um, the menu. So we created this menu who um, is almost like a friend and in, in the in the persona of um, their son. So the, it's actually walking through them each process why we why Chinese people um, order them some in certain ways instead and explain why they do um, certain things within the yum cha. We got a lot of positive feedback. People actually really enjoy and they feel yeah. like they're actually connected with the owners when they walk oh. in and they can see all these wall arts and you know all the wall arts that we've done is kind of like a um, lifetime the um, timeline. Yeah, timeline. Yeah, of been. Um, growing up as a kid, always having dim sum <laughs> as oh. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So that actually translates through into the store. And when they actually read the menu, it tells them about the story of the family and how it grew up. Oh, I love that. It's just such a powerful idea and a very, emo- like, I feel emotional just hearing that. And is he still in Auckland, the, the, the son? Yes, yes. Yeah. So his name is Jin. Um, he's still going to school right now. So, oh, okay. <laughs> but he he helps out there um, in the weekends and stuff like that. And I think to us, this project was really meaningful because, especially after COVID as well, not everyone has the budget to open their dream space right off the bat. Yeah. Um, but I guess everyone's got the ability to make small steps towards the dream space mm. and. We want to be able to help them, even mm. if it's just a little bit at a time, to help them reach to where they want. Mm. And where, where is that venue based in Auckland? It's in Albany, just opposite Albany Mall. Oh, that's so exciting. And it must be really nice for you to see the tangible results of all your hard work, even though it wasn't a full-scale project for you, um, just to see that you've helped other business owners bring their dreams to life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why... It's, Although we didn't, it's not a massive fancy project that I guess other interior design firm will put on their web, pro, um, website and show it off as a full, you know, reno. Um, we really, really enjoyed working with um, the owners and actually understanding and actually educating people how to create an interior is not just about making things look pretty. Mm. <laughs> it's more about telling the story, mm. and you don't need necessarily need a lot of budget to be able to do that. Absolutely. So what other projects have you got coming up, Anson? Are you are you um, working on anything else that you can tell us about or is it top secret? <laughs> One other project that we're working on is a for a Indian street food um, in K Road. The mission was to tell people that Indian food is not just about curry and naan bread. Um, she wants to introduce people to the street food of India, which is the food that she grew up with. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that, we actually came up with a concept of renovating the store because it was quite a long and narrow store. So we we had this idea of actually transforming that into a narrow alleyway of India, the streets of India. Lovely. So we are actually bringing the whole street of India in, in this little store in New Zealand. I'm really looking forward to completing that project because oh. I think it will be really effective and um, it will tell a really cool story mm-hmm. from not just the owner's side, but even the whole cultural aspect of it as well. Absolutely. And I think to be able to go to a beautiful new restaurant and experience the flavours of the world 
and the storytelling behind those cultures and those flavors is just going to be so much more appealing for New Zealanders right now. So sounds like um, it's a really good space for you to be in and for, yeah. for, for restaurant owners to consider like giving people more experiences around food and, and the storytelling behind it. The other thing I wanted to ask you about is that consumers are calling for more and more and more information about the origins of their food. Why do you think that is and what do you do to help fill that gap and give them that information? Um, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I think consumers now, they're calling more and more for these kind of information because they are more aware of where things are coming from mm. and they have a lot more resource to actually educate themselves and get the knowledge from. And I think a lot of people, once they know, they want to find out more. And for a long time, we became so... I guess numb to what we're eating and where things are coming from. I remember like listening to a kid asking their parents why this piece of chicken he ordered doesn't look like my normal chicken. Mm. And by normal chicken, he was referring to his chicken nugget. Oh right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and we're talking to some people when they found out that peanuts, like actually what a peanut plant looked like, and that peanuts actually grows underground. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy to think that most people wouldn't recognize what most of the food that they eat actually look like mm. before it goes into plastic packaging and sits on a shelf on a supermarket. The whole reason why we want to do this is to be able to educate people from that aspect as well, to actually mm. tell them more and show them what, how much work is actually involved and what they are actually consuming, what they're buying into. And I guess they get a, a sense of appreciation, more appreciation by knowing where it's from and how it's made and where what farm it's come from or that kind of thing yeah exactly i think a lot of that is to do with um the experience as well so people nowadays they go out to either restaurants it's not i guess so much about just the food anymore it's about creating experience and learning about stories and actually socializing with their friends and i think finding out all these backstories of where, what they're eating and how as how everything comes together actually encourage them to create this experience and that's i think mm. that's one of the main reason why people go out to restaurants and bars mm. and stuff now for sure and now i guess just moving on from that what tips can you give to people in the hospitality industry looking to design their venues to reflect the values and origins of their food people in the hospitality industry like chefs and cops they're really good at communicating um their stories through their food so I would say that if you were to design a space, look at it the same way that you you would look at when you're trying to come up with a new dish or your new menu. So do it the same way that if you were creating something that you're passionate about. Mm. Because most often that's when you actually find things that you are connected to mm. and what actually reflects your emotions. And if you can find these connections, you can get objects or images that can actually reflect your past stories and experience and that's mm. a really effective way to communicate that to the people that come into your space. And are you just working with hospitality venues or are you open to the other businesses as well? At the moment we, we're just doing hospitality because that's kind of the industry that we want to help out with. Yeah. Well they say they say in business do one thing and do it really well and you'll be successful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Okay, so if you can look back on where you started and where you've got to in your career, 
and obviously this is quite a new business venture for you but if you kind of go well when I graduated from university to where I've got to today um, what have been some of the biggest lessons and learnings that you've had along the way? The biggest thing that we've learned is um, you can never accomplish anything by yourself and it is really important to actually listen and learn from the people that's around you not just people from the industry but people from other industry as well and I guess us being in the creative industry we can actually learn a lot from multiple industry not just our own design industry and as a it's about learning from them, actually understanding what they're telling you and then digest that and trying to find that little gold nugget inside what they're telling you and then apply that onto what we do. Mm. Well, good on you. So so what would be your, your one piece of advice to anyone listening to this interview who is looking to start a business themselves? Networking will probably be the one biggest advice I would give to people. It's about actually learning all the lessons people get from working from different industry and how you can actually use their knowledge and apply into what you're think, doing, not just on starting a business, even if it's just you're mm. working in a job, there's still so much stuff that you can learn from others that you can take and then incorporate into what you're doing to help make it that little type a little bit better. Mm. So what's on the on the cards for Spacebar Design for the next five years? Like, Where do you see the business in five years' time? <laughs> um, I, in five years' time, I want Space Weather Design to almost become a hub for people who's passionate about the hospitality industry. So people who want to build high-quality restaurants, eateries, and coffee shops with a mission. And we're not only wanting to help them create a space that can reflect the mission, mm -hmm. we want to be able to help them connect to the right people, the suppliers, and the ingredients. I believe that for a place to truly accomplish the mission, it needs to be integrated into every fabric of, of their business. Like you can't have a space that reflects the importance of local farming, but gets all your ingredients from overseas chain suppliers. No. Um, so we want to be able to create a full package where you can come to us and we can lead you towards all the right directions and complete your mission as a business. Yeah, wonderful. Well, I can see you getting there and you're very entrepreneurial and I think you've got you know, the right passion and experience um, to take it there. So I wish you all the best. Before we finish up today, I wanted to ask you, how can people uh, see some of the work that you do? Is, do you have a website that you can give us? Yeah, so you can visit us on um, www.spacebardesign.co.nz. Thank you so much for sharing your story with me, Anson. I'm, I'm sure our listeners have loved hearing about what you're getting up to, and I wish you all the best for the next little while and the next five plus years with Spacebar Design. Awesome. Thank you very much, Linda. Thank you very much for having me here.